Welcome. To Arcade Audio. What's wrong with being? What's wrong with being? What's wrong with being confident? Uh -huh. What's wrong with being? What's wrong with being? What's wrong with being confident? Uh -huh. It's time to get the chains out. Welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. So next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. I have nothing to say. <laughs> I normally it's about have something time. to say. About I time. Don't. No one has to listen to you. I almost said Happy shit. Columbus Day. And it's like, that's not what people want to hear. Nope. Nope. The reason I'm not. saying that is because it's October 14th, 2019. The day in which we celebrate a, an awful man. Um, by all intents and purposes. But that's not what this podcast is about. We don't get political. We don't get historical. We don't get analytical. Well, we get analytical. We analyze movies, random movies, or nominated movies, or whatever movies of our giant movie collection that you and I, a married couple, watch and talk about. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know, man. Oh, man. I don't know. I just got a needle shoved in my back. It should have been in your face. What does that mean? Do I, I don't know. Botox. I, I'm starting to look very old. No, you're not. I, I, like, there's a picture of me that Justin took at work when I'm, like, looking at my computer, and I look so fucking old compared to, like, two or three years ago. Like, my hair is, like, just graying. Well, you need more sleep. More. I and mean, that's the thing. Like, my face. Like, I just look. I look like, I don't have crow's feet. I just have crow's. <laughs> I feel like I have a crow just hanging off my yeah, face. Yeah, you need more sleep. You need to hydrate more. And then you'll be fine. I'm not going to do either one of those things. Well, then uh, don't complain. I mean, you have some gray in your hair now. Too, I don't so have any gray in my hair, no, I saw some sir. I saw some the other day. You're a liar and a scoundrel. I saw some the other day when I'm... Um, so a programming <laughs> alert for you. Um, so today's episode is the episode you expected to have. Happy Death Day in our Halloween Creep 2K19 uh, rolling right on. Um, next week we're going to do Westworld. You know, we're going to make it work. It's like a sci-fi kind of like... Thriller. But here's the thing I basically have equated it to. Like, because AVP last week wasn't a horror movie either, but it's had like a haunted house. Like, I could imagine there being a Westworld haunted house. You know what I mean? Like, it's creepy enough or What has... the fuck happens in the haunted house? Just robots come up and start fucking you? Isn't that the premise of it? Tell me. That wouldn't horrify you. I mean, it depends on the robot. Well, it's not going to be James Marsden. He's going to just want to no, fuck he's you. The he's going to watch someone else fuck you. Yeah, yeah. He's going to want to fuck me. And then um, I'm going to. And then on today's episode, of, this was Samantha's nomination, so I'm going to get a nomination. But we're also going to decide on today's episode what our joint Halloween movie pick is going to be mm -hmm. for the episode that's going to air on Halloween. Mm -hmm. Do you want to do that up front? And then we'll get then we'll do my nomination at the end? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I have an idea. I'm going to go get it. I'll be right back. Talk to the people for 10 seconds. Why is it downstairs? Why? What have you done? What witchcraft have you done? This is outside the realm of our movie selection criteria here. Well, I was going to select. I was going to nominate it, but I keep doing that. Like I keep like, you know, basically working the system. Be like, oh, here's us, and then something you really don't want to see. You know, yada yada. So 
you can say no to this. I'm probably gonna. You can say no to this, but this was this is my idea. I have a couple other ideas if you don't want to go with here. So, in our travels recently, of just like shopping, we go to Walmart and Target and everybody's a lot. Uh, I, I've been seeing like these direct to DVD like movies that I had no idea about. That I was like, why? What is this? This is so random and potentially stupid and crazy that I want to watch this. Great. So I bought one off of Amazon because it was on sale. And I didn't know it was just going to be like on TV already. It's been on sci-fi. I just saw it being advertised through Slane. And it's so crazy and so kooky that I want us to watch it. I bought the Banana Splits movie. No, you didn't. Tra-la-la terror. Why, Jordy, did you buy it? it? Are you going to buy it? Did you buy it? Continue with your movie. Answer my question. And continue. Answer my question. No. Oh, well, there you go. See? I'm uh-huh. ahead of you. Okay, sure uh, you are. So basically, they like... I said that to shut you up. They basically like bought the rights to Hanna-Barbera's Banana Splits and just turned it into like this gory fucking... Like Five Nights at Freddy. Five Nights at Freddy like horror movie. This got really good reviews, too. <laughs> I don't know if it's just from, like, Fangoria and, like, all these, like, bloody disgusting, like, websites and stuff. But I bought this. And I was totally under the purpose of I was going to nominate it. But then the Us thing happened and the, and the month got out of the way, so I didn't. So And also, it's, like, really so terrible of you that you're buying movies on the sly to then put them upstairs to nominate so, them to force me to watch them. That... Is like you cheating when reading the back of the boxes. <laughs> so you can say no to this, and it goes upstairs. But at the end of the day, I'm still going to have to watch it. So eventually, yeah, saying. eventually, yeah, eventually. You're an asshole. I, I buy movies. Like, I would have bought this anyway. I could have vetoed it, though. I have veto power. You do. Remember? So I could. I can still... No, veto, like, you need to return it. No. Veto. <laughs> That's not how that works. Return power. No. So we can either watch this for our big Halloween episode, or... It goes upstairs, and we wait for it to come out of the box, or we wait for, or we wait for me to officially nominate it. I have, I have other ideas. No, let's just do it. Let's just. Do okay. It. All right. Fine. Get, get, get your cheating asshole out of the way. So our Halloween episode will be the Banana Splits movie. I am very, very excited for this. Um, it looks horrific. <laughs> but again, like I said, it got good. it's only 89 minutes. It'll be fun. Yeah. It's better than us watching, like, fucking sure. Dracula or, like, right. you know. All right, yeah, keep telling yourself that. So this is... And then I still get to nominate something in the podcast, which will be after uh, everything. So I don't know at what point I started talking here about what we were doing, but... Uh, so that'll be our Halloween episode. And then, of course, we talked about we finished Firefly, so Serenity's on the docket as well. But this weekend on Saturday when we watched Happy Death Day, that night we also um, took time to have, like, a nice, like, slumber party sleepover thing with Jillian in our living room, our daughter. Um, we put all our blankets out. We made some popcorn. And we g- gave her a bunch of movie choices, what she wanted to watch. She picked something we hadn't watched before, which was the Peanuts movie. So that will be coming up on the podcast here in a few weeks. We're probably going to record it sometime soon while it's still fresh, but it's not going to air until November because we're trying to do all these spooky movies now. So, um, yeah. I'm going to call everybody up. Nothing else is really going on, right? Yeah, no, nothing else. 
else? No. no, we haven't seen any other movies or anything. So yeah, that's it. Okay, so let's get into today's episode. Happy Death Day. Your nomination. Happy Death Day to you two. Um, I'm just, just. I hope you don't die today. Now the way I said that. God damn. Uh, I read the box. Yes. Okay. It's your turn. Don't. From the producer up. of Get Out, The Purge, and The Visit. Happy Death Day. The perfect date night horror movie, says Eric Davis Fandango. <clears throat> Sorry. Oh. Sorry, I was about to sneeze, and I didn't want to fuck up, and you blame me for anything. And yawn. Stop. Don't cheat by reading it in your head. Bloomhouse, split, get out, whiplash, produces this original and inventive rewinding thriller in which a blissfully self-centered co-ed, played by Jessica Roth, uh, La La Land, is doomed to relive the day of her murder unless she can identify her masked assailant and hopefully stop the madness. If she can't, she will be stuck in an insane loop, reliving a ghoulish nightmare that has become her death day. What? That was close. What was close? You were a cheater. So now I'm still two ahead. You are. On our 50-episode bet. So can we, all right, so this is a long way down the pike, right? But if I win this series, then we should do one more, and then we're done with it. Then we'll be tied at one each. I'm just assuming that I'm going to hold steady. I probably just fucking jinx myself, but we'll see. Best two out of three, then. Fine. Best two out of three. So I look forward to stopping it. That way, like in three, the 300s, I'm not scared shitless about messing up anything. So. This came out this came out in like the February of 2017, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. I think it came out this year in February. So we had a newborn, um, and you had no interest in seeing this whatsoever. Well, I, I, I don't like to see horror films in theaters because if I get scared, I, I don't want people to judge me. Who's, it's dark. It's like no one's going to notice. You're going to notice. Yeah, you do. We literally talked for ten minutes last week about you walking through haunted houses and being horrified of of everything and breaking my hand and my arm and pushing me into things. Yeah, okay, but you did the same thing to me. You so jumped at a, you jumped at a trash can, and a little old lady sitting in the corner. She was she was creepy, man. She was really creepy. So I, I'm not a big I, I I wasn't a big horror movie guy until the past couple of years, and I've started to kind of appreciate them, especially because we're in this. I'm not going to say Renaissance, but Blumhouse, or Blumhouse, however the fuck you say it. Um, oh, wait, how do you say it? It is Blumhouse, but I said Blumhouse there. It's Blumhouse. Uh, how'd you say it when you read I it here? I said Blumhouse. I think, that, I think that you're no. no, 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 no. I, think I that's, Blumhouse. I think that's one, and you just outed yourself. No, I did not. It's Blumhouse. You're such a liar. It's Blumhouse. I accidentally said Blumhouse just now. Couldn't have said accidentally said Blumhouse when you were reading the cover? Do you want me to fucking look it up right now? Yeah. Why? I'll look it up. I'll stop everything. Go on that new website. Shut up, Samantha. <laughs> Do you want <laughs> Shut up. Blumhouse Productions. Blumhouse. That's what I meant. Hold on. Okay, now I'm concerned. Where's... I, uh, where, I don't know where I'm going to find how... Hold on. Because it's Jason Bloom, I think. Hold on. We're waiting for this fucking... Be over. Here we go. Here we go. Come on, start talking, you. I 
was waiting for all my stats. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think this audience knows who you are. But in case they don't, I can never hear them enough. What do you do for a living? Uh, I make make TV shows and movies. Mostly movies. Half and half. Half and half? Uh, movies, people in this audience would Movies, mean. I've done much better. Movies Say. are much more successful yeah. on the TV part, for sure. You have stuff in theaters now? Yes, we have a movie. We have Split in the theater now, and we have a movie coming out uh, in a couple weeks called Get Out, which is written by Jordan Peele. And Split is... Split is M. Night Shyamalan. We did the visit with him, and it's... I can see the company. All right, hold on. How to say... I hate doing this. Blum. Rhymes with plum. So blum, yes. Okay. There are many people that say it that it rhymes with plume as well, so either one is fine. It said right there, top comment on a video. Uh-huh. Fuck you. So, anyway. I gotta keep you honest. So desperate for a fucking I gotta point. keep you honest. You're known for cheating. They've kind of made, you know, in the past five or ten years, these horror movies really accessible and mainstream again, and they've also been of a decent quality, so this got good reviews. And I'm a sucker for a good time loop movie. I just am, and I want to get to that later on. Um, so I caught it on Plex, thoroughly enjoyed it, and I thoroughly enjoyed it here as well. I think it's like the second or, I think it's actually the third or the fourth time I've seen it because it's on TV now already. Um, saw the sequel. Wasn't a fan of the sequel, which again we can get into later on. Um, so I found myself pleasantly surprised when you nominated this because it's a movie that I've talked about that I thought that you would enjoy. Right. Um, so did you enjoy it? I did enjoy it. Good. I did. Would you like to expand on that at all? No. No, just kidding. No, I did. I liked it. I have been, I guess, like this podcast has made a liar out of me, like, on this podcast, I always say, oh, I'm not a fan of, like, documentaries. I'm not a fan of horror movies. And I find myself that I'm liking them more and more, which I'm happy for this podcast to have done that for me and, you know, uh, expose me to these movies that I wouldn't have seen um, unless I'm forced to do them, like this show makes me do. Um, so I was pleasantly surprised, I think, because it had a, the right amount of humor in it. It was overall well acted, I guess. I mean, overall, so you're going to have some, some I'll nitpicks? Ha I'll have something to say. Okay. Uh, what the hell is this? I'll have something to say. But um, overall, yeah, I really, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good uh, through line, really good arc. Got to kind of know the character. I mean, it's a typical it's time a typical loop movie. It's a typical time loop movie, but... So, there's not many, so Groundhog Day is, is referenced in the movie, and I feel like every movie has the fucking reference. Groundhog Day is like... The, the epitome of... Like the, the standard bearer for these movies. I know Edge of Tomorrow is another like recent one that people really, really enjoy, and we'll get to one day. Um, yo, I'm gonna be honest. I wouldn't mind getting stuck in a time loop. It would what? depend on the day. It would depend on the day. But I could fuck with a time loop. So I would do exactly like what Groundhog Day does. Like this would suck, like dying. Because the problem with this and like the fear of is like maybe one day like the loop just closes and you're just dead. And then fuck, there you go. 
And also if you're like retaining damage like she essentially does, mm-hmm. like as it goes on, which is a, a nice little twist. Although yeah. she should be dead. <laughs> like she said she's done it like 20 sometimes, I think is what she, what she said. I think so. Whereas in Groundhog Day, he's like, it's like 50 years. Like it's something insane. It's like a lifetime. Um, but no, I could do that. Like, and I would definitely like, one day I'm just going to go fucking rob a bank. One day I'm just going to fucking kill a bunch of people. One day I'm just like going to like max out my credit cards and buy the stupidest shit. One day I'm going to just How's that different from eat. any other I'm gonna day? I'm going to stab you in the foot. Uh, one day. How's <laughs> that different days. from any other day? Like, it'd be great. Like, don't, don't you think that'd be fucking cool? I think it'd be cool. I mean, and then like, yeah, like exactly like one year, like, okay, well I'm going to, for the next 365 days, I'm just going to learn how to fucking do ice sculpting. Yeah. I mean, we'll get to this like when we talk about like Groundhog Day. retain, but... like, your memories and stuff. But, yeah, it'd be cool, like, learn a new language Well, or... so the second one kind of does that. So mm. we're not going to... I'm not going to buy the second one because I didn't like the second one. Um, but the second one gets into, like, the why of how it happens. So Ryan, the the guy, the Asian guy... The roommate. The roommate. Like, so he's, like, a, a physics student or something. So, like, he sleeps... The movie starts with him, like, sleeping in his car and, like, he goes and interrupts, like, as usual... And then it's the next day, so he goes to, like, his study group, whatever, and they're working on this, like, quantum portal thing, of course, and it malfunctions, and then she gets stuck back in this day again. And she's like, how the fuck did this happen? But everything's different. So, like, uh, Danielle is dating Carter. Uh, uh, What's her name? Who's her roommate's name? Uh, uh, Lori. Lori is not the killer. Lori is, um, uh, I think the killer in that is... The, the the husband and his wife, and, like, they turn on each other. Like, Tombs isn't even there. Like, I forget the specifics of it. Uh, at one point, like, Ryan is the killer. Like, he gets all kinds of fucked up, and it's, like, focusing on a comedy. But the way they, like, she has to convince, like, that, like, that timelines Carter and Ryan and all of his, like, helpers every single day that this is what's happening. She has to, like, memorize these, like, algorithms and theories and stuff, and it just gets... As you can hear... <laughs> It okay. doesn't sound great. <laughs> oh, okay. I wish that they had just left it at this one, if that's the well, case. Well, this one, like, this one got made for so cheap. They made this, I think, for, like, five, ten million bucks, and it made, like, 40, 50 million. So, yeah. It was, it's a good movie. And the, the same thing, the second one didn't do as well, but it still made fucking money. Like, you know, they want to make a third one. I don't know if they're going to, but they have it in mind as a trilogy. But, um, but yeah, I, I, like I said, I dig it. It's, it's an easy watch. It, it, it's clever enough with the time loop stuff. The one part, <laughs> like the second one, is the first, like when she wakes up and it's in that day again and she just loses her mind. And when she's going through the, like the normal, the quad, the and quad stuff. and everything, and she gets again, she goes, You're gay! <laughs> she just keeps walking. That's <laughs> funny. So, like, it plays, it still has its funny moments, like this one does, like, you know, her montage of. I trying, like the montage. The montage of her trying to figure out, you know, who, who it was, is yeah. and narrowing it down. And then, of course, I always love the day of, like, redemption. So, you know, her putting the pillow down for the dude, her actually going to see your dad. Oh, that's the other decent part of the second one. In this time, in that timeline, her mom is alive. So she goes, like, she tries to keep that day up as best she can, goes to dinner, and her mom is sitting there. And she's like, what the fuck? So at a certain point... When it's done, she has to decide if she actually wants to reset the timeline because she's been able to spend, like, all this extra time with her mom. And ultimately, 
she does because she has to. But there's a couple like really good emotional scenes oh, in that of like yeah, and like this movie had a lot of emotional weight to it too, more than I thought, more than most horror movies do. Um, yeah, and she does. I mean, we can go ahead and say Jessica Roth is the MVP. Oh right? yeah, she does. She does a job. fantastic job where like. Just her whole arc, like, she plays, like, the self-centered, spoiled brat so well in the beginning, mm-hmm. but then, like, her reactions and her growth and her arc throughout the whole thing just really is She's is really funny, but she's, she's got great facial expressions, um, she's a good, like, scream queen, if you want to call them that, Yeah. but she also gives the role some gravitas, um... Yeah, she's great. I, I want to see her in more things. Like, she is a, a bit part in La La Land. I, that's the only thing they could kind of put her as in the back of the box. Um, but yeah, I want to see her get more opportunities to do more things. Um, so yeah, and she does, like you said, she, the movie starts exactly like any of these, I call it the Christmas Carol uh, structure. You know what I mean? You got Ebenezer yeah. Scrooge treating old Bob Cratchit like shit. You know, everyone's got to come in on Christmas. You know, and then... Window call, and then... Then giving out free turkeys to cripple kids. Like, <laughs> you know, like that's... I think that's a good summary. Good summary there. <laughs> you didn't see that scene in this movie where... I, I where Tree I, gives I, a I, crippled I, boy a turkey? Must have blinked. Yeah. That's basically the chocolate milk scene. Um, yeah. So you were in a sorority. I knew you were going to bring that shit up. <laughs> I don't think we really tackled, like, sorority life at all. Because why would we? I have no attachment to it at all. I feel guilty about that because I feel like it's because of me. Uh, sure. Because the fr- your freshman year and halfway through your sophomore year, you were very involved. Yeah, and but then I was like, but friends. why do I want to hang out with these people who don't want to support what I want to do? It wasn't just you. It was the fact mm-hmm. that I was at rehearsals three, four nights yeah, you, a week. You really got an improv and sketch. Got and really then... into improv and sketch. Had a job, which was one of the only ones who had a job. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't around as much as everyone else, and I did not feel as though I was uh, appreciated for that. Um, yeah. You know, that's, I mean, that's it. Never was really good at making friends. have a few friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always feel more comfortable hanging out with guys than girls, usually. Just, I don't like the pettiness that comes with being friends with women. As somebody's getting poisoned via cupcake because they're sleeping with a professor. Yeah, exactly. Did you know anybody that was sleeping with a teacher? Mm, no, I don't think so. Did you? Uh, would you have been the person to poison a cupcake and give it to somebody, or would you have been the person getting poisoned? I don't really care that much about that. Uh, <laughs> no. That's a very political answer like, I don't really question. care. I, I don't think I would have been... Either way. Um, no, probably the latter. Just because I would have been oblivious to other people's feelings. When I was in when I was in the sorority, I feel like I was much more oblivious and not as empathetic as I am now. So the one saving grace that I have for my sorority, the one reason why I, I will always hold it dear to my heart is being in the sorority gave me the confidence to take improv classes. Mm-hmm. And audition for sketch. It's, I met one of my best friends who we went and auditioned for a sketch together. And I met her through the sororities. So She's that, lying. That really holds a special She's place lying. in my heart. She met this girl 20 minutes prior. No, no, we had been in class all semester. So it was, it was, been, it was been a week! It had been like two weeks. It had been a fucking week! It had been like two weeks. So, you know, 
Uh, no, but had it not been in the sorority, I don't think I would have had the confidence to audition. Um, and being in sketch and improv brought everything in my life that I value now into it. You know, my closest friends, um, a lot of the skills that I use every day working and interacting with people, um, yeah, so, so you know, I'm thankful for that, but, I mean... Are you done running for office? <laughs> did you a good job of that the first time, right? Oh, stop. So that's real nice of you. <laughs> no, so, so, you know, so I'm happy about that, but no, uh, yeah, people probably would have tried to poison my cupcake, because I would not have paid any attention to it. Well, back then, you wouldn't have probably eaten it, you probably just would have thrown it away, so you also would have... Or thrown it up. Samantha, come on. <laughs> What? I mean, isn't that what you wanted me to say? No, that's not what I wanted you to say. I just meant you were very thin back then. Yeah, because I didn't eat. Oh, I threw everything up. What did you not like about the movie? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Was that off topic? Um, no, I ate. I ate. I just had a very fast metabolism. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so did I. Yeah, and then look what happened. Well, yeah, my metabolism quit. My metabolism stayed in Gainesville. Um, I didn't like, some of it I just felt like was unnecessary. I get that it's because it's a time loop and they're trying to throw a lot of things at you so you can't figure out who the killer is. Mm-hmm. But I was like, there's too much going on here. The, she's sleeping with the professor and then the professor's wife and that stank-ass look that she gave. And then... Well, that stank-ass look is purposeful because it's part of the original ending of the movie that they cut, thankfully. Which I've, I've watched. So the original ending of the movie is she kicks Lori out the window, you know, poisons her, you know, doesn't get poisoned. She lives, like, through the... Uh, she lives to the end of the day, or I think it might be the next day. But because of her injury, she's, like, in the hospital. And the the professor's wife comes in and is, like, like another one of the killers or something, and she, like, like kills her. And that's the end of the movie. That's terrible. And, like, yeah, the, movie, the end of the movie sucks. That's terrible. Whereas this one's great. Like, the, yeah. the, he pranks her, and they're just happy, and, yeah. you know... So that, so so that, and then him, and then the roommate, and then yeah. the sorority, and then like the lunch meeting, and then they're calling the the black girl fat. And well, you then, you have to have those repetitive. I know, scenes. I know. It's but the then same and thing. then tombs, and then that whole the story serial line. killer stuff was too much because it they, was just so much. They going had on. to have a red herring to kind of exp- like trick a, the audience into explaining right. what was happening. I hate that whole segment. And then, like, segment. the dad and the relationship and then the mom. That stuff, I didn't, that stuff didn't bother me. I just feel like it jumped a lot. See, I have nitpicks. Um, I have a couple big ones. So why the fuck is her ringtone about her birthday if she's not going to celebrate her fucking birthday? No, she said the roommate changed it. Oh, I didn't hear that part. Yeah, it was a line oh. in the thing. Oh, you also changed my ringtone. Oh, just change it back, I guess. I don't know. Um, so well, if it's the same day, you always, she can't. You always have to... Take time loop and horror movies for that matter with a grain of salt in terms of like how point feasibility, A to point B feasibility. Yeah. But how the fuck did Lori get to her? And why did she get to her in that regard every single time? Like, okay, yes, you want to kill her by poisoning her cupcake. But you're going to go out of your way to hit a cop <laughs> and then blow a car up and chase her through a parking lot. And do everything, like, it just gets to be a little bit too much. And also, there's nothing supernatural about her, and she doesn't know what's happening. Like, That's true. right? Like, she doesn't know that it's happening? I think. Because in the last scene, she's like, because you've killed me before. And she's like, well, I guess I can do it again. 
Like, if I were me, it's like the Thanos thing in uh, Endgame with Scarlet Witch. Like, you took everything from me, and he's like, I don't even fucking know you. Like, that's how I would have been about her. I'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about, you loony bird. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like, even just the very first scene of the very first day when she gets killed, and she's going down that, that unnecessarily creepy tunnel. So no, but legit, you knew there, she was going there is a tunnel mm-hmm. that leads to Sorority Road at the University of Florida that's just like that. It's, very, it's real I think, creepy. I think every town has that. It's, it's real every creepy. town's uh, That's the Sorority Road, yeah. yeah, murder. The Sorority Road murder tunnel. Um, yeah. She's working like a double at the hospital as well. So she's having to like basically leave this unattended unless that was a lie. I don't know. She knows she's going to go this specific way so she can meticulously plant a music box in this tunnel for just mind games. Yep. And then she's going to, like, reveal herself, go around the tunnel, but somehow come back in to start the thing over again to then attack her instead. Look, man. And also... I'm not in the position to tell somebody how their evil murder plans are inefficient. Also because of who it is at the end, it just seems a little bit... She's just a fucking nurse. Yeah, but she knows the ways to kill people. I guess, but then she'll How much SVU have you watched? Don't you know the doctors always know the right way to dismember bodies? Yes. But she's also just like manhandling her and like being able to like. Maybe she does CrossFit, bro. I don't know. (laughs) I'm not all up in her business. I'm just saying. Look, man, do you know? What does she do? Nurses usually only work, you know. Uh, like three days on, four days off, mm-hmm. or something like that. Weird. So three days on, two days they off. Or like three twelve-hour days. Sure, and then they're off for two days. So maybe she's fucking getting in some workouts. Maybe doing some CrossFit. Maybe if tr- you don't, was she in the army? Is the army paying for her schooling, putting her through med school? You don't know. Right, I don't know. I apologize. Negate everything I've ever said. Yeah, man. You can't just judge a book by its cover like that. Here's my biggest nitpick. Yeah. Who the fuck has their mascot be a goddamn fucking baby? Man, that's creepy as fuck. The Bayfield Babies. Although, you're not one to talk about mascots. What does that mean? Oh, we're not talking about this on Columbus Day. Come on. I didn't create it. I didn't say, hey, let's be the Cleveland Indians. Uh What's that mascot for the Cleveland Indians? Chief Wahoo. Chief Wahoo. He's not on anything anymore. That's fine. Okay, fine. We went to to the mall today on our day off with our daughter in school to to shop, and we'd pick up a couple things we'd ordered. And I went to a jersey store, and I was like, oh, man, I really like this old retro Indians jersey. And I'm like, I can't, I feel like I can't fucking wear it because it's just some giant red-faced Indian, like, right on the breast. I mean, FSU is still getting by. And the Redskins still get by as well. Sure. But, but, but Cleveland has to be the one on the fine. fucking cross what, what's The same the thing as the Funko. What's the Cleveland Browns? What's the Cleveland Browns mascot? It's a dog. But why? Because they're the Cleveland Browns. Why is it a dog? Uh-huh. Yeah, very funny sketch. Uh, no, but for real, though. They were named after the owner whose last name was Brown. Yeah, but why Why'd they choose a dog as a mascot? Like, that's lame. You're lucky we didn't have it be something else as Cleveland. The other thing I was mentioning was they're coming out with, like, these... Are these like sports mascot Funkos, and I mm-hmm. collect Funkos. I'm like, it'd be really cool to have, um, not Chief Wahoo, but we have another. Oh, what the fuck's our mascot's name? It has nothing to do with Native Americans at all, thankfully. Um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Indians mascot. This is gonna be bad. <laughs> what was South Fork's, uh, your high school's mascot? We're the Bulldogs. Mascot? We're the Bulldogs. Oh. Indian mascot. That's fine. 
No, it's not Chief Wahoo. What's this fucking slider? Give me a slider. That's weird. <laughs> this was yeah, gritty exactly. before that's... gritty was gritty. Yeah, that's gritty. That's not gritty. He's a pink, like, Sesame Street fuck with yellow polka dots. Yeah, great. He looks like Dusty other... Rhodes and Rip Taylor had a baby. That's your other mascot. Oh, by the way, rest in peace, Rip Taylor. That's your other mascot. So you're not one to talk about the bad mascots other people pick. I mean, what's <laughs> wrong with that? Yeah, I get My it. My high school's mascot was the Lightning Man. Was that what it was called? That Lightning? Well, because we were the Lightning, yeah. but our mascot was Lightning Man. He should have been like Bolt or something. No, Lightning Man. Lightning Man? Yeah. It's like a shitty Steven Seagal movie. Well, that, um, that's it for you. Well, as of now, Jillian's going to be a Wolverine when she's in high school. The Windermere Wolverines. Which Great. Which is, you know, kind of flow, I guess. I don't fucking know. That alliteration. Yeah. What, what else did you not like about that? That was pretty much it. Was what it? else did you not no, like? No, I mean, I, those are my nitpicks. Yeah. I'm, like you said. Overall, it's good. There, there, like, there's a couple stretches and arcs where I'm like, okay. Like, get through it. You know, I, I didn't like the serial killer aspect of it at all. Um, and it was pretty transparent that you knew that wasn't going to be like the big reveal i liked like the cupcake reveal like i liked that was good it would have been better if you actually saw her eat it in that scene because yeah. she's just like like having to think back and they have to do these like flashbacks and stuff yeah you know to kind of explain everything good. um besides that i i enjoyed i enjoyed the humor i enjoyed how the good thing to a good time loop movie is you got to hit the beats the same way for mm-hmm. everybody so Carter hits his shit all the time. Ryan hits his shit all the time. Danielle hits her shit. Like, everyone hits it. Um, and then she does a really good job of reacting to it, either frustratedly or, you know, all-knowingly. Yeah. So, it, it, it doesn't Yeah, sound. I think it does. I think it's a good a good, good watch. Yeah. So, uh, so we named uh, Jessica Roth the MVP, LVP. Seems like you had a take. Seemed earlier on you were going to make fun of somebody. I mean, no, not make fun of them. I just... You can't hold the bling ring against him. You can't. Yeah, I can, no, though. You can't. Yeah, you can't give him an LVP for this when he was just bad in that. I think he's really good in this. I think he plays... He's better in this. He's better, but I don't think he's bad. He plays. He plays the... Man, we should watch Child of the Boys of Love Before so then you can see how bad he is, too, in that, comparatively. <laughs> you the rest don't of like Israel Broussard. Well, I do. I think, he, I think he just gets a bad rap because he's usually... From you! Because he's the worst of the group. Because in To All the Boys I Loved Before, I think he's the weakest link. In The Bling Ring, he was the weakest no, link. No, it was Emma Watson. He That's was why. the weakest link. Okay, well, wait for the fucking mullet awards. You can name him should have been LVP. Yeah, I'm gonna. I know you are. Three times. <laughs> we have to watch a third movie of his. Like, I'm gonna <laughs> That'd buy. Be very funny if <laughs> you did. Um, it's not him. I think he plays the... The Andy McDowell role very well. <laughs> <laughs> I see the comparisons than that. You know, she's the shittiest part of Groundhog Day by far. And that's and then Chris Elliott's in that movie. But uh but I think he plays the like the horror movie love interest boyfriend. Like I think he does a good What job. a lame role though. It is. Of course it's a lame fucking role. But he does a really good job of, you know, it's very easy to overwrite that part yeah um as we like my biggest gripe about groundhog day is how he has how andy mcdowell kind of sells bill murray like teaching her everything and he does a good job of just being like okay let's say i believe you you know talking hypotheticals working it out you know i i i I thought they had good chemistry together 
which was something because I thought I was not going to enjoy it as much after watching him in the bling ring and how fucking bad he is in that, but that's everybody in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think it's him. Uh, I don't think it's Lori. I think she, she, limited role. I think she's good. I really like the girl that was Danielle. She overacts that part, but it's overacted so well that she has probably like the second funniest bit, some some of the funniest bits in the movie besides Tree of just her reactions and her like you knew like ten girls like that, right? In her sorority, for the most part. Forty seven. Forty seven. <laughs> just just the the biggest twats, <laughs> but they're still somehow kind of likable because of you know. Yeah. Their their personality. So I think she did a good job. Um, my LVP for the movie, I have two. I have two. Um, either the guy that plays Tombs, because in a in the story arc of the movie that I like the least, at the very minimum, if that character was actually kind of played creepy or menacing or anything but just a very cliche cookie cutter slasher mm-hmm. than he was, then I think it would have salvaged it. But he was just very much a uh, little girl and I'm gonna get you and yada yada yada. So he's he's one and then the guy who plays the teacher. The guy who plays Gregory. Because again it's it's a very underdeveloped part, but it was very was played just like, oh, we, we, you know, we can't do this, and then we do this, and oh, I'm going to fail you, and this, that, and the other thing. Like, there's just no fucking umph to either performance whatsoever. Yeah. Um, so ultimately, I'm fine with whichever one you prefer. But those are the, the two. I think I didn't like the professor. The professor? No I'm more. fine with that. Yeah. Uh, he just was not fun to watch. Like, there was just no chemistry there, I didn't think. And, and I just, yeah, I just, mm. All right, someone fucked with uh, Wikipedia because it just has his first name. <laughs> it just says Charles. <laughs> so we go to the sequel. <laughs> the, the sequel, because he's in the sequel, obviously. No, you should go to this website called imdb.com. I hate you. Charles Atkin as Gregory Butler. All right, let's just tell the story. So. No, don't do it. She ain't listening. So my mother, know? who we talk about on the show um, lovingly, um, texted me. The other day. And I'm going to just read At work. You know, so you didn't know if something was wrong. You were worried. Thursday, 11.49 a.m. Heard about a website for movies. It has stats, etc. You may already know about it. IMDB.com. Went there. Looks interesting. But everything is period, right? You have to say the... the uh... Heard about a website for movies. Period. It has stats, etc. Period. You may already know about it. Period. IMDb.com. Period. Went there. Looks interesting. Period. She didn't sign a mom, at least. Uh, she only does that when she's on your Facebook. I, I literally, every time we watch a movie, I go to IMDb.com and I save our ratings for it just to kind of keep a little catalog on top of all the index cards. I do, too, yeah. I also have a fucking IMDb page. I'm not saying I'm fucking You're Charles, not hot shit. I'm not Charles not, Aitken over here. You're not hot shit. Yeah, I'm, I don't have, like, I don't have my picture on there or anything, but... I was in a film. I'm, I have my page. I'm proud of it. I was Night Shift Cook in paperback. Check it out. It's on uh, Amazon Prime. So I go, my response is naturally, yeah, I use it all the time. I have an IMDb page too. Which you warned me, don't say anything. I said, I said, don't I told tell your you, mom. I said, I knew you it. would find it absolutely hilarious. Cackled, and she goes, what do you mean an IMDb page? 
what is that? Is that for you and Sam's podcast? So I send her the link. Actually, let me double check. I might have fucked up. Hold on. I'm clicking on the link I sent her. Nope, it goes right to my page. Okay, no, cool. No, no, but be, it's because she she you did this on her phone, and then she wanted to look it up on her iPad because mm-hmm. she doesn't have internet on yeah. her phone. Yes, yes, yes. So, so I, I sent her the link to my IMDb page, and I said, no, I was in a movie. What movie? It says right there, indicating the link I sent her. It's called Paperback. It's just real quick. I did it in Gainesville. And her response is, where is the underscore on the iPad? Meaning she was going to type the link out I sent her. And then when I didn't say anything back, she wrote, found it. My mother, ladies and gentlemen, my mother. You know the girl who played Danielle is, uh, she's related to uh, Michael Landon. Really? Mm-hmm. She's a, a daughter, I'm guessing? Granddaughter. I meant to ask, is Ruby Modine who plays Lori, is she Matthew Modine's daughter? I don't think so. Oh, no, she is. She's the daughter of Matthew Modine. There you go. Look at this. This movie's got a lot of people in it. David Allen Greer is her goddaughter. Yeah. How? What is that? She's David Allen Greer's goddaughter. Oh, yeah. That's what I meant. <laughs> I want to see what else Charles Aitken was in. Uh, he was in The Nick. He was in a bunch of other shit I'm not ever going to see. Okay, cool. Um, I mean... <laughs> All right, hold on. I'm sure you can't make it this Tombs guy. Look at his IMDb picture. Looks like he's just auditioning for every Hell's Angel role ever. Rachel Matthews, so she's not uh, eldest daughter, daughter oh, she's the granddaughter of Michael Landon. Hmm, how about that? It's the only uh, trivia about her. And, I mean, is there really anything else to say? And is Jessica Roth going to be in anything else? Nope, looks like that's about it. That's a shame. Well, she's still got some time. You never know. Uh, what Let's else? Find a third Israel Broussard movie. <laughs> Let's look, hold on, <laughs> Israel Broussard. Bling Ring, David, Extinction, Into the Dark. Uh, say you will. Hold on, let me look and see if we legitimately. He's on Fear the Walking Dead. Haters with an 8 and a Z. Uh, Earth to Echo. And, uh, that, he was in The Chaperone. Who is he in The Chaperone? One of the kids. So we've watched a third Israel Broussard movie. We're not going to watch it again. Oh, it's a damn shame. Uh, do you have any stupid... I've asked you, I think, plenty of stupid questions. Yeah, you've asked me plenty of stupid questions. (laughs) How, in all the ways that she was murdered, how do you want me to kill you? Oh, are we going to change our our deaths here? Yeah, let's change our deaths. Let's tell them how how we're going to die. Every time we do a movie that involves multiple murders, we talk about how we murder each other, because we're married. And I think about it every day. Um, How I'm going to kill you? I think about that, too. Uh... I think, like, a good old, like, you laying on the ground and me stabbing you upside down in the forehead is perfect. That's weird. Please don't do it in the living room. Well, no, no, no. Don't get the carpets dirty. Uh, like, do it in the kitchen. My daughter pisses all over the floor. <laughs> on accident, she's two. It's not like... <laughs> Take off her pants yeah. and peeing everywhere. Yeah. Um, no, but do it in the kitchen, though. It's easier to clean up. Because tile? I'm not leaving. If I do that, I'm like, I'm gone. Like, I'm leaving you here. And, like, I'm going to Wells Fargo immediately, wiping all my money out, and then I'm going to fucking Mexico. What money? I'll find, I'll figure it out. <laughs> okay. So how are you killing me? So my old standby is always, like, putting arsenic in your, in your mac and cheese. It's going to cupcake. <laughs> no, some cookies, probably. You're, you're a cookie person. It's probably, yeah, probably put rat poison in your cookies. Yeah, just, yeah, just poison. It's just going to poison some kind of food. 
Seems to be something I'll have a lot of success with. You're never cooking ever again. Yeah, right. No, sometimes I think about just beating the shit out of you with this bat that I have right here. I keep in case people break in. Uh-huh. What's this? Oh, no, this is my flashlight. I'm just going to shine this in your eyes until you die. <laughs> Why'd you actually have to fucking do it? I have to get true reaction. God damn it. All right. Let's wrap this up. You're annoying me now. Now? It's around 43 minutes. That's normally on the time, and I just hit my fucking limit. So, Jessica Roth, MVP, Charles Aitken, the LVP. Anything else on Happy Death Day? No, I think it was overall. It was really good. So, we're not, so I, I've sold you on not watching the sequel, correct? I guess, yeah. You can watch it in your own time. It's on HBO. Yeah, no, probably not. I ain't buying it. Unless it's, like, super cheap, then we'll see. But I you said it. you didn't like it. Why would you I, buy it? You have a problem, bro. Yeah, problem. Score it. Uh, oh, I do. You picked it, so I do score it first. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm, interesting one to score. I really like it. It's got good moments. Uh, had some nitpicks and has some stuff I didn't necessarily like, but still solid. Let's go with um, good, good solid seven. Yeah, I was gonna give it a seven as well. Okay. It's got a good rewatchability. It's very rewatchable. You know, like you could just put it on. I've been listening to rewatchable podcast a lot recently. I consider doing this one day. What? It's a Bill Simmons podcast called The Rewatchables, um, which is probably going to heavily influence some of my picks coming up because I'm just like gushing over movies for an hour and a half. I'm going back and listening to a lot of older episodes. I actually. Oh, do I want to switch that up for today? No, I'll stick with what I was going to nominate. No, yeah, I'm going to fucking change my nomination right now. God damn it. Based off of that. Um. Yeah, so I think a seven for this is, is fair. I think I think it's about right. So, um, all right. So Happy Death Day in the books next week. Westworld. Week after that, the Banana Splits movie. God dang. Week after that, Peanuts movie. Week after that, Serenity. So we got the next four weeks already lined up for you. Yeah, four weeks. So we won't even do this for a month, conceivably. Um, I was gonna do something specific, but instead I want to do. Um, Look at how yellow those cards are. They're, they're so old. They're fucking old, man. Dang. This, this card is from July of 2014. It's been five, we've been doing this podcast for five years. Wow. So, like I said, I've been re-listening to the Rewatchables, a, uh, a podcast on the Ringer podcasting network with Bill Simmons. Um, and both these movies were on Sling and on TV recently. And I hate doing this. Like, I hate nominating movies I've seen so many times. But, oh, fuck, no, I already did that one. Shit, I gotta come up with something ha. quick. Ha. I'll do that instead. Okay. Um, Damn your photographic memory. It's taking me 30 minutes to think of a second movie. I literally just nominated it not long ago, so that's why I was like, can't do that. Uh, both of them have been on TV a lot recently. I want to watch some unedited beginning to end. I know which one you're going to pick, but it's uh, hopefully the, the, the choice is difficult. I don't care either way. My picks are Seven and True Romance. Oh, man. Which, they've only done True Romance before. I don't think they've done Seven. They've talked about Seven a lot, but I don't think they've actually done it on the show. I mean, I'd be happy with either one. So you, you gotta pick one. This is gonna come out, though, this is after Halloween, right? Unless sure, we yeah, yeah, yeah. It up. No, we're not gonna say Seven's more of like a halloween Yeah, but let's, we, we, already, we already got our plan. We just announced it to everybody. We'll keep that. 
Okay. You know, keep that um, let's do True Romance. That's what I figured you're yeah, going to pick. And that's romance. the one I really kind of wanted you to pick. Yeah. Although, I, mean, I, I love Seven. Seven's I mean, we've been watching an all-timer. But, yeah. No, okay. I mean, it, it was just on, like, the last... I've caught, like, the last 20 minutes, like, three times. And then we saw the first 20 minutes, and we had to leave. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's right. totally fair. So, True Romance coming up uh, in a month. <laughs> on, and well, to be fair, what? that's my favorite episode of the rewatchable so far and i'll tell you exactly why when we get there um for one of the scenes okay. they just they reference it all the time but thank you for listening to this week's episode of married with movies we encourage you as always go to arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and the others in our network of shows please rate review and subscribe wherever you get your podcast it helps us out very very much remember if you write a review of the podcast and you put a movie in there you want us to watch we will do it no questions asked as long as we own it um I'm not going out buying any more movies. I'm just doing that to you in the first place. Great. Patreon.com slash Arcade Audio for bonus content. Got more trivia episodes coming out, I swear. Just got to edit them, get them ready. We also are available on Facebook, facebook.com slash MarriedWithMovies. Twitter, at MarriedWMovies. Email, MarriedWithMovies at gmail.com. Yeah. I think that's it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, man, I had like the I had the gas the gas bubble up in my throat in my chest and stuff. Lovely. Any final thoughts? No. No. Happy Halloween month. We have two weeks. I said happy Halloween month. You say happy October. Happy October. I really wanna just murder you. Yeah. I'd love to just For a mullet. <laughs> This is Mullet. Signing out for Married in the Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. I could have said love you forever there. Yeah, but you weren't gonna. Stab you right in the forehead. Please. This is exhibit A. A through F. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.